And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It is your boy, Matty B, sitting alongside the man that cut so many shapes on the weekend. He split his pants. Lock, what's happening, my guy? Not much, man. I am waiting for the call up for Arnett's son. Man, I was born <laughs> to cut shapes and I am ready to do so. Chicken crimpy, baby. You were fucking Ooh, smashing it. it. Bro. I know. I was killing it, man. I was following your lead, big dog. Oh, bro. It felt good to cut shapes on the weekend. It was uh, as the... Uh, Astute listeners will know we had uh, the first wedding of our friend group. The uh, the Woods got married, and uh, it was a it was a very good, very good occasion. We we gorgeous enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, it was great. Um, and and shout out to them. We know that they're listening. They're probably on the way back from the honeymoon listening to this because uh, they listened to us on the way out. So we appreciate that. They had to get um, themselves in the mood. Yeah, exactly. What better way than to listen to your boys? Mm, just <laughs> breathing down the microphones. Yeah. Remember, we're going to turn into the ASMR channel and uh, hit up the OnlyFans slash Fifth and Dribble. So it's uh, it gets you in the mood. What, do you, it does. what can we it say? Does. I mean, who are we to argue with science? Yeah, science. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of science, I was, uh, I was scrolling the gram earlier and Batuta came out with this like, this another Batuta piss take article that was uh, scientists say that seven dollar smoothie cleanses uh, on a Monday cleanses all the booze on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Bro, trust me, I had a couple of green teas on uh, Sunday. Arvon, I felt like a champion, mate. Felt like a champ. Well, the way you were out in the basketball court, man, you could you could tell you had a few green teas, man. man I was looking good, it. bro. Muscling and hustling. What had the do? post up going? I've never seen you shoot so many post up in my post ups in my life. I just feeding a big man. You're just getting that position. I'm like, and Whoop. we won by thirty. It is yeah, what it bro. is. Loving it, loving it. Um, but uh, how'd you how'd you put up Sunday morning, man? You feeling good? You feeling good? Yeah, Sunday morning was sweet. I'm convinced that that bar was only serving half shots, um, and all the liquid was just you know I was just drinking coke all night. You know the uh, the Canadian clubs weren't coming through. The uh, you know they weren't doing shots at the bar either. I felt I was getting more drunk off the Kirins and off the uh, pure blondes than what I was on the on the actual shots. So I like the Kirins, though. Yeah, the Kirins went hard. Kieran's went hard. So, um, but no, it was, it was mad. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, groomsmen got to do what groomsmen got to do. We were drinking all day, but, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a great time. Uh, sun- Saturday and Sunday were, were fantastic. Sunday we pulled up a little, a little rough. We stopped, stopped in at the uh, local town at a coffee and we we're on our way. We we're on our way. It was good. Um, then when I got a, uh, a dirty burger feed with, uh, with another mate back in, uh, back in Hornsby, Ooh. Uh, sat in the sun, let the uh, let the alcohol soak up a little bit more, and uh, and we're good to go. So you can probably see here that I'm nice and nice and pink. Yeah, I saw you uh, reflecting. I saw that, mate. Yeah, yeah. So um, so no, it was good. Fantastic weekend. Shout out again to the woods. We really appreciate appreciate you having us uh, there to celebrate your love. That That's good. it, man. That's it. Very good. Well, um, a couple of things that happened uh, since we uh, since we last kicked off. Uh, we're going to cover it a little bit more in depth and, and what it means for Parramatta. But Josh Hodgson obviously assigned to the uh, signed to the Parramatta Eels and uh, is going to fill that void again. We'll cover it a bit more on the uh, on the Friday show. But just want you know flash reactions, my friend. What do you what do you think? Oh, fucking hell, mate. I don't think we've got enough time for what I think. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> mate, right, we'll save it then. Save it yeah, then. Yeah, we'll, we'll save we'll, it. We'll All it I got to say is what the fuck. Yeah, what the fuck is going what on? What is doing? What is happening? Um, but yeah, so um, we've just got a little bit of a little bit of a winners and a, and a losers of the of the week slash weekend that was. And I just want to, uh, I just want to throw them at you, mate. Just just get what you get what you think. You know, we're 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 laid back. Mics are in hands again. We're just, you know, just do it. 
Let's just get to it. Carl Anthony it. Towns, uh, in the last two games for the Minnesota Timberwolves, has taken the most shots. I'm convinced he's listening. Carl Anthony be. Towns is listening. He's, he's got to be. Because if there's one thing that we say on this show, and it, you know, Western Australian Tigers is one, obviously, but the other thing is Carl Anthony Towns, take more fucking shots. Shoot the ball. You're the marquee dude. Shoot the ball. So the last two games, he uh, he shot the most of anybody else on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, one of those games, D'Angelo Russell was out, so I think that that helps as well. But uh, they went one of two. They split those games. Uh, one was against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the other one was today against the Portland Trailblazers. Now, the Trailblazers are a fucking dumpster fire, and we're going to get to them in a second anyway. But what do you, uh, what do you make of this, Cat? actually putting some fucking shots up and the Timberwolves being 12 and 15 at this point in the season. Mate, that's the way to do it. Take more shots, man. Like, it's good to see. Mm. I don't know why. I guess, as you said, like, the Timberwolves aren't exactly... Uh, sorry, the Blazers aren't exactly, you know, world beaters at the moment. Yeah. And when you have a look at... Yeah, he's... He took 17 shots. That seems about right for him. It's as many as Dane took on the other side of the floor. Yep. Um, went one from two in those games. I mean, they're not a 500 team, so I mean, doing better. Mm-hmm. They'd be happy lose one, win one, I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, any, and, and, you know, getting some of them cheap wins and getting a few upticks over 500 if they, if they end up getting That's there. That's what but, they got to do. And I mean, I think you're right. D'Lo being out helped him, but man, fuck, he looked pretty good taking the shots too. Mm, something that looked- does surprise me though is Damian Lillard and another guard on the Portland Trailblazers, obviously not named CJ McCollum with the clubs long, combined for 50, and Dame had the lower half. Mm. So Dame had 24, 11 rebounds and six assists. Anthony Simons in 32 and minutes And that's Anthony, not Anthony. Don't be mixing up Anthony. Anthony Simons had 26 points on 20 shots. Now that is extremely inefficient and and quite gross to look at. But I mean he shot 45% from the field. He was, he was, field he was more efficient than Dame. That's three, for sure. man. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. He's clearly not driving it all that much though, because uh you know 12 of those 20 shots were were from deep and he only went to the free throw line three times. So get inside boys. Get inside. But um yeah it's it's good to see Cat taking some taking some fucking shots, taking some initiative. You could you could take another six shots though, and you could take those six shots off Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly doesn't need to be shooting the ball ten times. The only reason that Patrick Beverly should be shooting the ball ten times is if he gets six steals and six of them are on fast breaks. I mean, there is the huge, no other reason. The huge thing as well for for Cat is he went to the line ten times. Yeah, massive. Get nine, massive. massive. And that's I know we don't normally actually count the free throws when we do this, so it is a bit of a. Like we don't really Yeah, but without that, that you know, we're still saying Cat shoot the ball fucking more, man. Like it, you know, he yeah. only had twenty three points in this game. He still wasn't the highest scorer on his team. Oh, no, and man still shots. gets it done, bro. He just is efficient, isn't he? Only played mm. twenty nine minutes as well. Mm. Played five yeah. minutes less than Towns. Yeah. Yeah, four less shots. You would have had to you would have to think that that those four shots are going Ant Man's way if um if he's on the floor. Oh, at least two of them are, aren't they? But another another guy who and I'm gonna keep saying his fucking name until you uh, until you put some respect on his name, Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, what, a, what a game, bro! 14, eight. He had three steals and a block. His weak side help is so fucking good, and he never asked for the ball. Like they clearly don't run plays for him. He only shot the ball eight times, but he was efficient. He was six of eight. You know, he's only rolling to the fucking hoop. Can't shoot free throws to save his life. He went one of three today. But yeah, Vanderbilt, man, he's a he's Vanderbilt different. I'm telling you. 
Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. What do you reckon? You reckon we start doing merch soon? Huh? You reckon anyone? Yeah, we'll we, we, we toss up the idea. We'll see how we do. We'll toss it up. We'll, we might hit the woe. We'll hit it. That's all right. Um, but yeah, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, I I think not not just the Minnesota Timberwolves, but I think the uh, I think Carl Anthony Towns goes up as a winner of the week. He just needs to keep doing this. Um, I mean, I did crush the numbers a little bit, and and. In games that they lose, yes, he shoots the ball more, but he's way less efficient. I mean, he he takes three more threes a game in games that they lose, but he still makes the same amount. So in games that he wins, he's, he's 2.2 on 4.7 of attempts or something. And in games that he loses, he's 2.3 on 6.9 attempts or something mm. stupid. So it's just about shot selection. Um, and, and if you're the biggest dude on the court and, and the most gifted big man that we've seen in uh, offensively in the last 10 years and just fucking be smart. Take the What happened to Nick Jokic? Nick Jokic does not exist anymore? Nick Jokic exists, but he fucking exists, but he, he passes <laughs> the ball too much. He's passive. Uh, passive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fair. I think this That's, is a conversation for another day. No, let's have it now. I don't fucking let's care. Have it you now. fucking have that now. No, you want to have go. it now because we don't have that many notes so we don't have a lot to run through. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you want to have it? Because I think that's a good idea. We need to fill this runtime. Yeah, we, need, we do need to fill this It's run. been a, a big weekend. We didn't Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, it's been a big weekend and not a lot of research has occurred. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll fill the time. It's what we do. Don't worry about your boys. We'll fill the time. God, sell me. Sell me. I mean, you don't have to sell me Nick Jokic. I, I, I respect Nick Jokic. And we were talking about this on the last pod. But what... Uh, would you would you give Nick Jokic a bigger winner of the week that was than Carl uh, Anthony Towns? Um, I think he's had yeah, his whole season's been amazing. Mm. His whole like what he's been able to do with this team, like he's mm. like they're thirteen and thirteen, so it's not overly which is ridiculous considering yeah. their second best player is Monte Morris. Exactly, it's not like you're not looking at him like oh my god, look what they got, but like even again his game against the Spurs like. 35, 17 and eight with a steal and two blocks, like mm. shot 62, 66. And then he only had one free throw. That's, that's another thing I'd probably like want to get some more from him. That's alarming for him though. Cause I'm pretty sure he averages about five attempts per game on the season. So like even the fact that he didn't go to the free throw line all that much, that game is no, um, no one really like, I mean, when you look at this, no one really went to the line a lot for Denver, like Jokic mm. out of the start is Jokic, Gordon, Morris, went once, Green went four times, Reed didn't go, Campazzo went three times, yeah, but he fucking flopped every time probably. Facundo. Howard and Naji went twice each. Like, it wasn't mm. like there were barely any fouls called for them. And then even on the other side, like the starters for the Spurs, Jakob went five times, White went four, Keldon Johnson went two, then on the bench, Lonnie Walker went five, Vassal went five. And then a couple of guys went three or two times. It's not like it was a big foul game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But even if you look at, I mean, uh, you, ha- you haven't had to do a lot of convincing because if you look at his last three games, as you said, 35, 17 and eight against the Spurs. And then against the Spurs before that, 22, 13 and 10. And then against the Pelicans the day before even that, 39, 11 and 11. Like it's just, it's it's sickening what he's doing lately. Mm. So um He's a yeah, Steph Curry, a big man. Yeah, I rate that. That's that's beautiful. Steph Curry, a big man. Um, yeah, no, look, uh, Jokic, you know, obviously fucking deserves his due. And un- but unless he's a top four seed 
this year. He's not getting the MVP. Yeah, and I've no, I've heard a bit since we since we spoke about it. I've heard a bit of chat about that about people saying, "Oh, he's had a better year than last year. He's got to get it." But it's like mm. I think the voters don't want to give it to him back to back. Yeah. I unless, don't think that, uh, as I said, unless he carries his, his yeah. team into a top four seed, unless it's not happening. It, unless he makes it undeniable, I don't think voters want to give it to him. Mm. So that means they're just going to look for something to punish him with. And the record's the easiest thing to do that with, isn't it? Oh, yeah, easiest. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, yeah, as you said, you look at the men, you know, he's 26 and a half, 13 and a half, and just over seven re- uh, seven assists a game. You know, he's uh, it, it's it's fantastic. It's yeah. There's there's really there's no words. But um, speaking of fantastic, another winner of the weekend, Kevin Durant today, big fifty one against Detroit, uh, fifty one nine and seven. Uh, it was it was beautiful to watch. He he got it in in traditional Kevin Durant fashion, mate. He got it every this, single fucking. This is his first fifty piece in a while, isn't it? Uh, it feels like a while. Maybe the playoffs. Maybe yeah, against I don't, the Bucks. Yeah, I don't think he's had one. He hasn't had one this year because Steph Curry was a previous uh, owner of the highest scoring game. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. Is this it's the first fifty? Of the, is is this the first fifty of the year? Uh, no, Steph had Steph had a fifty piece. Uh, fifty one is the highest though. <laughs> Give me one second. If you ad lib a little bit out how good Kevin Durant is, I can tell you when he's lost. <laughs> I, I got about two seconds worth. He's fucking good. <laughs> that's, that's all it really is, man. Like, and he just he just looks like he just doesn't try. So effortless. Mm. He just it looks like he scores fifty, and you go, you could just do that every night. Obviously, mm. he can't, but he looks like he could. It's it's I don't know. He's I'm really coming around on Kevin Durant. Do you see he cop the fine for giving a fairness spray? Yeah, yeah, the uh, shut the fuck up. What's yeah, I'm cool with that, man. You, yeah, like, cool we we that. talked about this during the during a couple during the, was it the LeBron one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fan, have a little chat, get involved. Like, yeah, I'm sure Katie definitely wanted to hit fifty when he was talking shit. Yeah, so first first fifty piece since uh, April 26, twenty nineteen. He had fifty against the Clippers. Yeah, in I was going to say Western he's conference first for a round. scorer. He doesn't like. He doesn't have those crazy games where he gets to 50 because he could. Mm, mm. If he was like, I want to go out and score 70 tonight, he could score 70. How many 50-point games do you think Kevin Durant has in his career? I reckon he's only got a handful. I reckon he's got five. Uh, with the one that's just gone by, he's got eight. Oh, okay. Eight. So, uh, and who do you think he has the most against? I have no idea. The Cavs again in that fucking series. Nah, the Raptors. He's got two against the Raptors. So he's got one uh, as a warrior against the Raptors. They lost in overtime, 128-131. And he's got one against the Raptors as a member of the Thunder in 2013-2014. As a singular they, Thunder. Yep, yeah, as a singular <laughs> Thunder. Uh, they won uh, in double overtime, 119-118. Yeah, that's what I mean. Going into OT to get the 50, he could do that shit in regular season. Like in regular time, he doesn't need to go into OT. Yeah, so he's four and four for regular regular time and overtime on 50-point games. You reckon he's – surely he's like the least high-scoring, best scorer we've ever seen, right? Yeah. Because people talk about him as being like the best offensive – player they've ever seen. Yeah, but he's one of those Steph guys where like he'll come out and he'll have 40 and then sit the fourth quarter, you know what I mean? Or he'll have 35 and 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 not see not see the floor for the rest of, you know, he'll do it in 30 minutes. So, um 
you know, it's hard. He played, it's yeah, hard he played to just 41 say. today, actually. But it's he hard to touch over 40, yeah. It's hard to see, you know, guys like that, especially especially after the injury and everything, like you don't want him out there playing fucking I know you don't want to, but even when he was younger, like you knew it was there. He just, I don't know, it was just mm. when you see KD with 50, you're like, holy fuck. But then you're like, yeah, of course he has 50. He's the best scorer in the league. Mm, mm. Well, pivoting just slightly. Speaking of fifties, you see Zebo's uh, number was retired in Memphis today. I did or, see that the last couple of days. Yeah. Grit and grind, baby. Grit and grind, baby. He's uh, quite deserving. Quite deserving. So, uh, shout out to the grit and grind era. There's, uh, I shed a lot of tears thanks to Zach Randolph. He, uh, he yeah, and Marcus he, he, Saul, did, he did that. Dad did my clippers a few times. many, many times. <laughs> um, made me, uh, made me quite sad. That's what you, have, that's what you get for having Josh Smith as your starting power forward. Josh Smith starting power forward, Karan Butler, you fucking starting small forward, and on your bench you had fucking Matt Barnes and Paul <laughs> Pierce. Like, come on. <laughs> what do you expect? Matt Barnes couldn't even take on Kanye, let alone the fucking grit and grind Grizzlies, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Speaking of taking on, Cavs are coming back. Cavs are taking on the league, bro. They're on a little, they're on a little winning streak right now. Yeah, your Cleveland Cavaliers, mate. Yeah, bro, I, I rate the Cavs. I'm I'm loving them right now. They're you know they're still quite high in the standings. They're fifth in the standings at 16 and 12. The uh, four teams above them are not that far ahead of them. Miami's only a half a game up. Uh, Chicago's another game on top of that, and then the Milwaukee's another half game on top of that. There's two games between them and Milwaukee, the second seed. So, um, you know that's a bit crazy to think. Nobody would have picked this. Not even like the fucking. Not even Gloria James would have picked this back in the day. Like. It's um, reach yeah. it deep in the pocket for that one. Yeah, reach it deep in the bag. <laughs> deep in the bag. It. It, it was only because of uh, Childish Gambino's lyric that I remembered her name was Gloria. So, yeah. thanks, thanks Gambino. I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, seriously, like the three game winning streak. They're seven to three in the last ten, and and you know. Evan Mobley coming back is is all the difference. That man is a is a fucking machine. I saw this thing thrown out today, and I wanna I wanna run a bite. So I was talking, I was I was talking, I was listening to the boys at No Dunks, and and they had somebody suggest Colin Sexton trading for Karis Levert. Would you do it? <sighs> so obviously Pacers leading full into the tank because um, Colin Sexton is not going to be. I do it if year. I'm the Pacers. You do it if you're the Pacers. I do it if I'm the Cavs. I don't know if I do it if I'm the is, Cavs. Something talk is me, better talk, than talk, talk me into Karras. I'll talk you into Karras. Something is better than nothing, right? Like you are, you're literally not getting a fucking thing from uh, from Colin Sexton this year, right? You've got to pay him next year because he's not under contract. Karras is at least under contract. Karras this year is giving you 15 and a half, three rebounds and three assists, okay? The shooting splits aren't fantastic. He's shooting less than 29% from three, but if he regresses back to the mean, that's going to come up about 4%, okay? He's shooting pretty decently from the field and better from the free throw line than he ever has before, and he's doing this coming off an injury. He's locked up for the next few years, and... How old is he? How old is Karras? 26, 27? Karras is 27 and 110 days. Oh, he's stalking him? I'm just on his possible reference page. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, when you say it like that, and I guess he is, he would be a good small forward there. Mm-hmm. You could see, because at the moment, they're kind of doing spot minutes with like Markinen, Osman, and Okoro there at small forward. Yep. He could really shore that up. Yep. Um, and the man is signed through to the end of 2023. So you get two years out of him versus. 
you get two yeah you get two years out of him versus um getting whatever you have to get for Colin Sexton. I guess the real question is, are you willing to pay Colin Sexton the $18.5 million per season that Karras is going to be making over the next that, few years? That's where it gets tough. That's because you can – with Colin there, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen between him and Garland. Mm. And Colin has obviously shown that he can be a 20-point-per-game scorer, but so can Karras, right? Mm. I actually don't mind that. That's not, a, that's not a bad trade. It's not bad, eh? It's not bad because because Cleveland obviously want to cash in all their chips right now. Like They want to ride the momentum, and if they can speed up the rebuild thanks to Evan Mobley, then they're going to do it, right? And Indiana obviously want to tank a little bit and get their draft pick a little bit higher, right? You you like the idea of of getting something for nothing. And I mean, Cleveland would also like it because they get um, Sexton off the books. Indiana might be able to talk Sexton into a little bit of a, like a cheaper deal because they're the ones that stuck by him per se. Um, I don't know. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Cause then if I don't you get, hate it if either. You get I someone don't, like Miles Turner, then I, th- you know, I think you're it would, gonna... having a more traditional three would probably help them. Mm. Um, and he's a veteran guy, apparently all around good teammate. Like we saw him on that Nets team. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I do like it. They're just, I don't want them to speed up the rebuild too much. No, nah, not at all. I like it, It's hard. It's such – people think you get this generational player and it's easy. Like you look at what Dallas are fumbling the bag with Luca. Mm. Um, you just don't want to rush into anything too crazy. But, I mean, Karis Levert, at the end of the day, if you got him, he plays next year. If he doesn't work out next year, all of a sudden he's an expiring 3 and D guy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I guess it's not a bad trade, but um, I read it. I read it. I'm for it. I want it to happen. Make it happen. Because even if you get him close to what he was doing in Indy in the back end of that season before his injury last year, he was at, at Indiana in 35 games. Yeah, he was mm. you know 21 points a game almost, five assists and four rebounds. Like on on 44, um, 32 and what 82 split. So. You take that for sure. You get Garland a little bit of help. You get another creator. You get uh, – and even if he comes off the bench, make him your sixth man. Have the finisher stay at fucking small forward. Yeah, you could definitely do that. And, and hide him make, on defense it means you could, match up, you could match up with different teams differently. Exactly. You could have a Coro. You could have Karras out there. Have to be come in and be a flamethrower. He seems to be like – he works better as a sixth man anyway. So why not mm. keep him that way? I don't know. I read it. I'm for it. Um, that yeah, I like you, it. You know, that, you can bring that, you can bring Rubio into the start. That's a good shout. And I mean, speaking of trades and the Cavs, mm. the team that the Cavs beat yesterday. When are they going to trade for Ben Simmons? When are they going to trade for Ben Simmons? That's a great question. Was they looked horrendous ever, against the Cavs? You keep saying these things, and then you never have a pitch. Give me your pitch. Because oh, you're, just, you're throwing out accusations, bro. Just you, do it. Pitch for the Kings. I pitch say for the you, Kings. You get rid of. You have to get rid of Heald because Heald's going to go either way. I think. I yep. think there's too much shit going on. I yep. think you get rid of Fox and you get rid of Heald, and you yep. try and get Simmons and possibly Maxi. Okay. Give me. And I think a that is the team. Give me a second because we're going to on the fly here. We're going to do the see the, do the trade machine. Oh, I'm in the trade machine. Son. Oh, baby, he's in the machine. There's a ghost in the machine. There is a ghost in There's here. Nice little pale ghost. Matty B wraps. Uh, try this trade. The contracts trade where it gets sticky though. The contracts do not work. How much is Simo making? Simo, 
is making a cool $33 million. How much does uh, D-Fox make? Darren Fox is making a cool $28 million. Really? Buddy Heald, $22 million. Okay. Swap so, Heald for Bagley. Healed for bags. But Harrison Barnes makes too much. I think at that point, Halliburton or Davion Mitchell needs to be in there. Okay, so bags and Fox work for Simmons. However, based on Hollinger's analysis, the Kings lose three games and the Philadelphia 76ers only win two more games. So... I, I think the Kings do a lot better. I think the Kings do a lot better too. I think the Kings do a lot better as well. I, I think I, I think I Fox and Bagley are almost the addition sisters. by subtraction. Yeah, I don't think Philly will do it. I don't know. It's just the contracts is what's hard to work out. I just think they have too many guards. Like, and none of them really do anything. Mm, I think the like, biggest thing that we got to wait for, especially in a, in the idea of a Simmons contract, is you know December seventeenth when those contracts, you know those mm. those late. Off-season acquisitions. That's when the sixty-day expiry is up. Because I mean, you look at a guy like De'Aaron Fox. Like, what's mm. his? He looked really good. What two years ago? Three years yeah. ago? Yeah. What? What does he really do? That's like elite now. He's fast. Yeah, there's plenty of fast guys out there. He's fast. Yeah. I mean, but that's I, pretty well. I, yeah, like, apologies, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. But, um, yeah, last year, you know, obviously, like, a, a massive uptick in production for him. He, you know, averaged just over 25 points per game, seven assists. Fantastic. But, you know, it's it's not enough. I know. It's not enough. And you did that in 58 games. Didn't even play the full 80. So, well, 70, whatever it was. Did you did you see Simo come out today and say he'd love to play for, like, Popovich and the Spurs and Pop kind of, like, egg it on a little bit? No, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. That's interesting. I think that I think they've got the young because I think the key to Simmons trade is guards going back the other way. Yeah, and the Spurs have that many like fucking yeah, guards like, that like do the same like, thing. Yeah, you kind of got exactly they have a very similar issue as the Kings. Except yeah. I like their guards more than the Kings guards. Yeah, I like their guards more than the Kings guards like, too. Way the, more the, my, my favorite Kings guard is healed. Like, could you imagine if you had a healed and KCP and Kuzma instead of fucking Westbrook? Yeah. Could you imagine that team? Yeah, that would be insane. That would be we, insane. We'd be, we'd be talking about a very different Lakers right now. I think I think that Lakers would be the up top there. four in the West would be. I set, think they would be sure. up there with with the uh, with the Suns and the Warriors and the Jazz. I yeah. really do like. Mm. That would yeah, that that would be an unreal team. But and Washington I mean, would be a well down the standings. I mean, well, speaking of the Jazz, where they belong, yeah, where they belong. Speaking of the Jazz, they're they're another winner of the week that was. Uh, they've extended their winning streak to seven, and some of the notable teams that they've beaten are the Wizards, the Sixers, the Cavs, and the Celtics. So, you know, good on the Jazz. The Jazz are doing their thing. The Jazz Finch, are. Fuck all. Yeah. Okay. You're not a believer. No, no, sorry. You're not a believer yet? You don't think they've worked <laughs> no, it out? No, not a believer yet. A big thing for them is they're not versatile. Mm. Like they're they're very – sorry? You don't reckon? No, I mean, you look at their backup center. It's Hassan Whiteside. Bro, he's having a career year. No, he is. I will agree he's having a career year. But what does he do? Like Rudy, he's basically just like a bench version of Rudy Gobert. Right? Oh, yeah, he's more, wish Rudy more Gobert offense, for sure. right? Yeah. So what, what's going to make a team great is their ability to be versatile. Yeah. To be able to throw out big, big lineups. To be able to reduce down to small line. Like they're really bad when Gobert's off the floor. Yeah, they are because they because are. they have the game plan of we have a defense defensive player of the year at center. Let's use him. 
Yeah. And when he's not on, you can't let you have to play defense differently when you don't have a center like that. So this is interesting, right? Yeah. While I'm pretending to listen to you, I'm looking at the stats of Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> and um his his numbers are pretty comparable to last year, but it just it it's interesting to see, like obviously, how much the narrative dictates being on a good team. Mm. So in Sacramento last year, in very similar numbers, he was eight points, six rebounds per game on 1.3 blocks. This year, seven and a half points, 6.8 rebounds per game on one and a half blocks. In the sa- in 15 minutes, like it's it's kind of insane to think that, you know, well, funnily enough, all that changed was he was winning. Like, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like you got a role, yeah, a role player looks shit on a bad team, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, it does. I, I just, I just think I, I get why they got him at center. He is an insurance policy. They can oh, play sure. the same way they always do. They don't have mm, to mm. be so drastic when Rudy's off the floor. But it's like they can't, they can't go against small teams. And you know, Dondre Aiden's not small, but he doesn't mm. play always like a traditional big. No, he's a dinker and dumper. But like he's a guy that could play Gobert off the floor. Yeah, yeah. And they're also a team. That could go small. They could sit eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they yeah, got exactly. the guys that could do that. And I mean, and you look at the Warriors too. Like how the imagine they match how do they match up against the Warriors? Um I yeah, not well, because yeah. you got a guy like you got the polar opposite. And I mean, that's why I kind of love this defensive player of the year race right now. You got a polar opposite in defensive player in Draymond Green, who's an undersized guy who guards one through five. And don't get me wrong, Rudy Gay's got a uh, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert's got better at guarding smalls. But you know, it's the difference between being seven two and trying to guard smalls and being six it's eight and trying like, to guard and, bigs. And- and it's not all his fault, right? Like, as you said, being fucking seven foot two, you're not going to be able to guard point guards, right? Exactly. Like, and I mean, you slipped on the name there, but Rudy Gay, I think he could be a big key. Resurgent year Four, as ball well. five, baby, Rudy Gay. Yeah, he's killing it. He's killing it. I got him like, in fantasy. I think, I think that's that's a way they need to go. Yeah. Because if they, if they get matched up against certain teams, man, like, what are you going to do? Like, mm. like, really, like, I honestly don't know. And I think if they got matched up against your Clippers, your Clippers would love it. I think your Clippers oh, would go sure. small. I think yeah. they would. I think any team that goes up against them knows it's fine. We'll go small and we'll beat this team. Yeah, and that's why I'm not convinced about a seven game win streak. Like, yeah, they beat some good teams, but it's like they're gonna do that. They're a good team. Yeah, I'm not yeah, surprised yeah. that a good team beats teams. Not to it's mention like, it's uh, it's a regular season, and we'd love to see it happen in. Uh, in the playoffs. Exactly, exactly. I want it to happen in the playoffs. And I don't know, like the, the West just, yeah, I don't know what they do. Fuck um, me, Rudy Gay's old. Yeah, he's old. Mid-30s? Hey, he's 35. Yeah. Been in the league since 2006. Hmm. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And he came into the league at 20 as well. Like it wasn't wow. Yeah, it insanely wasn't. young coming yeah. into the league. Especially like around 2006. I'm pretty sure you could still come in out of high school. So. You could, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe. Maybe. So, you know, it's uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I just don't know. I just crazy. think they're in trouble. I think when it comes to the playoffs, they're in trouble. Mm, I agree with you. And uh, let's transition then to other teams that we think are in trouble. The uh, the losers of the week that was. Uh, controversial, but I've got Lakers as a loser of the week that was. Uh, they've played four games, three or four games since we last saw each other, and, and they've won majority of those games, but they have not been convincing wins. And you've needed LeBron James to put up 40-minute performances, except for against Orlando. Orlando, he played for 36 minutes. He tried um, on some new glasses too. 
Yeah, try not to use glasses too. Clowning, clowning the boys in Orlando. But yeah, I'm just, I don't care if they've won, you know, three of their last five. I'm still nowhere near convinced. This Lakers team is just, Shaq said it best. Like, I don't, I don't care about a seventh seeded Lakers. I'm going to be watching, you know, the first seed Warriors. Steph is, Steph is just a, a better person to watch right now. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the boys. Yeah, the, I expected the Lakers to look like this in the playoffs. Yeah. I expected it to be kind of grid and grindy and we're just going to fucking LeBron do what you do to get the dub. Yeah. Seeing them do this shit in like before the new year is extremely yeah. concerning. Yeah. Like this, like this is not what a LeBron James team is supposed to be doing this time of year. No, no. Should still be uh, coasting and winning easily. Yeah, he should be. I have no idea how they get out of this little predicament they've made themselves. Mm. I Like, mm. we just touched on it with Buddy Hill then. Like, they just, <laughs> they could have gone a different way and been so much better. Mm. That team looks way sexier, now, especially now. Like, everyone's a, just everyone's an expert crazy. in hindsight. I get that. Yeah, I know. But... Everyone's, a, everyone, 2020 vision's obviously perfect. But, I mean, I didn't mind the Westbrook thing because I thought, I just thought I was like playing with LeBron. Like he gets free range, of, and you know what? The West, the Westbrook thing in a vacuum is not horrendous. No, it's not. The, it's the, the bits around it as well. The, blue, the, the blueprint yeah. is there in terms of like, yeah, Westbrook, you go do your thing for the fucking regular season, and then LeBron's going to come in and take over, right? Yeah. That hasn't happened. No, it but hasn't. And I think that's happened. to do with the bits around him. Yeah, like Westbrook was really good on those Thunder teams when it was just him, and obviously the teams weren't great. But when it was just him and four guys who were like, "Oh, how cool is this? I'm playing with Westbrook. I'll shoot the shot when he throws me the ball." Yeah, like yeah. now Westbrook's playing with guys that are like, "Bro, I'm better than you. Give me the and ball." And Stephen Adams is laying motherfuckers out. Yeah, like I don't know. I just they 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 could have pulled off this three superstar move, but the guys around the fringes are terrible. Mm. How, how crazy that uh, Stephen Adams upgraded into a young Russell Westbrook with uh, John Morant upgraded oh, no. teams and, and you know, the uh, uh, Russell Westbrook downgraded into Anthony Davis. Mm. <laughs> you like that take, Woody? You like yeah. that? He you, he's upset. He's on his honeymoon. Leave him alone. Speaking of Anthony Davis takes, though, I did hear one again today in my uh, research in listening to another podcast. Uh, somebody came out and said, uh, could Anthony Davis be the next Ben Wallace? Or Sorry, not Ben Wallace, Rashid Wallace, Rashid Wallace. So a guy that was dominant in the middle but just refused to, just would rather shoot 18-footers. Could, could it happen? I'm so conflicted on AD right now. Like yeah, This is honestly know. one of the most conflicted I've been on like what what I think it a player should do because mm. I mean for ages everyone took so much shit about him having to play and we touched on this the other week uh, I think it's unfair people criticizing him for being too big and mm. and you know doing what he do, doing what he's doing this year because everyone told him to do it yeah yeah I think it's hard I do think I think we'll see him slim down I don't know about this year you. sorry I'm going to play a little impromptu game. Let me read this stat line to you. All right. Tell me if this stat line is Rasheed Wallace or if it's Anthony Davis. All right. 18.1 points per game. Yeah. 7.4 rebounds per game. 2.1 assists per game. Shooting 47 from the field, 36 from three, and 74 from the free throw line. How many techs? 
Uh, it doesn't have that on basketball reference. <laughs> I would know who it is if you told me how many times. But it doesn't have it on basketball reference. I think, I think Anthony Davis is an angry boy too. I think He's a temper boy. I, I think it's uh, I think it's Rashid. It is Rashid. It is Rashid. I don't, I don't think AD, has AD shot 36%? Hey? Has AD shot, has AD shot 36% from three? Uh, let me check. But I'm actually surprised that Sheed shot 36%. Yeah, probably. All, but it was probably only on three or four shots. Like it probably wasn't a lot of volume if it's back then. Nah, it's only it's only on four shots. Yeah, that that um, was my thing. Let's put some logic in this, baby. That was my AD, thinking. AD 34%, 2017, yeah. 18, um, and scores the ball way more than Sheed. Way more than she, yeah. but I mean, that he was, was carrying I, that, the that's, ball. That teams. sounded that sounded like a low volume, high percentage three point thing. However, last year for the Lakers, Anthony Davis twenty one point eight, so not that far off. Seven point nine, not that far off. Three point one assists, not that far off. On forty nine field goal, twenty six three pointer, and seventy four free throws. So pretty comparable. Mm. I think pretty he's just he's just a different type of defender. He's just such a more versatile defender. Yeah. I do think we will see him slim down. I really think yeah, we probably. do. I think he doesn't always look the most comfortable out there with all that size. Yeah. Um, I think he obviously had a lot of people in his ear telling him to get bigger. We need you to play center. And we all told him to do it as well. So anyone who's criticizing him for being too big, if you ever criticized him for playing power forward, you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't have it both ways. Like yeah. doing it in a different way. Um I don't know, man. I think I think he needs to maybe find a happy medium. Yeah. He needs to be able to play crunch time five, but mm. regular season four. And I'm yeah. I'm starting to agree with him where he said he didn't want to play. Didn't didn't want to play five. Wasn't great for his, his health. Um we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Funnily enough though, I'm just looking at these comparisons. Oh, per one hundred possessions, their offensive rating isn't that different. It's 10 points different in favor of Anthony Davis and only two points different in favor of defensively for Anthony Davis. So I, I don't think it's a bad comp. That shows you I how just, good AD is, though. Like, he's better defensively than Sheet and obviously way better offensively. Yeah, I just I, – I really don't think – I don't think the – the comparison is that far off, and uh, she was I, never. He was never the number one guy on a team. I think. I think that's the difference too. Where she, it was like. I think the volume of the offense was a lot less, mm, mm. Um, and and just had it in different ways too. I don't think he drew the other team's defense the way that AD does, where you have to game plan for him, and you literally have to have. There, there are teams out there that have guys on their team whose job is just to foul AD, yeah. right? Like to just you're massive, you can get in his way. And do that kind of thing. She never really had that. Yeah, so no, exactly. I, I don't. I don't know. To me, like, yeah, kind of shows a bit that Sheed was before his time too. I do think so too. I think if Sheed was now, holy shit, bro. Yeah, watch be, out. Yeah, watch out. I mean, especially since in the early two thousands, he was putting up five threes a game. That'd be double now. Double. Yeah, he'd be shooting ten easy. Easy. Do you, do, you th- do you think he'd be he'd be cat with better defense? Yes. <laughs> I like that. I really like. I don't that. know if Sheed's got the offense. Rasheed, Rasheed cat, Wallace but, yeah. is just a shit. Post Anthony Davis, but a better cat. Put that on a shirt. It's a long shirt. shirt. People are going to run into. They got two sides. Shirts have two sides. 
People are going to run into you reading that shirt, but I mean, it's fine. The text just gets smaller and smaller so you can barely read it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of smaller and smaller, the Chicago Bulls, their roster is getting smaller and smaller. They've got uh, 10 guys in COVID protocols, most notably uh, DeMar and Zach Levine, um, the guy that came in to fill DeMar's role as well, Ayo Dosamunu or whatever the fuck his last name is. Um uh, did they not clean Demar's locker because he got COVID as well? Like it's like it's almost as if like it's almost as if it's almost as if he just started sitting in his seat and he's like, oh, <clears throat> I've got COVID as well. Like it's just it's fucked, man. It's so you know, fucked. What what do you reckon this means for man, the Bulls? This is a hot take, man. I love the COVID protocol. I love seeing Ooh. guys get caught up off the street to come play, man. Did you yeah, see it's the cool. um? Did you see the Aussie guy in the NHL score a hat trick? No, I think the St. Louis Blues first Aussie to score a hat trick because they lost so many guys to COVID. Damn, that's so good. He came up and scored a hat trick. So, oh, I can't remember his fucking name. Someone Williams, maybe. That's mad. Um, that's really sick. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a look into it. But um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the, one of those guys, and I and I loved when I love. It was a couple of years ago now. The Chicago Blackhawks is NHL again because mm-hmm. they have two goalies in the NHL. Yep. Yep. And if they're both gone, you have like an emergency one who's in the town that you're playing in, who's in the arena. So, okay. they, so they named an emergency guy and he was a beer league goalie. He was an accountant and he was in the arena. No. Um, and one goalie went down and the second one went down just before the game. So they pull this guy out of the stands. Yeah. It doesn't let a goal in all game. I'm, I'm, pretty, sure he, I'm pretty sure he saved a perfect game. Uh, black. Yeah, have a look at Blackhawk. Blackhawk's emergency goalkeeper. Okay. He's like a fucking hero now. Everyone in Chicago loves him. Blackhawk. Scott Foster. Yeah, Scott. Scotty Foster. That's it. Scott Foster. Undrafted. The story. Wow. Hold on. Emergency goalie steals the show in Chicago. 36-year-old accountant called in as the emergency goalie in 2018, and he crushed it. Wow. That's actually, that's insane. That is insane. The whole of United Center was chanting, Foster, Foster. <laughs> oh, he that, did let some goals in. Oh, did uh, he? However, it was a 6-2 win. Okay, six so, two win. Yeah, two is like two's not bad. That's man. insane, In especially NHL, like being man. called up and just like, wow, that's big. Mate, he's probably there. Had, had a beer and a pretzel in each hand. But good and, on Scotty Foster. How good? Mate, I lo- like stuff like I know it's not the same because obviously it's not like one guy coming out. They they'll just pick up G League guys or two way guys or free agents. Like, yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah, that story's always because how many of you haven't heard that? No, nah, I never heard that. That's that's mad. That's like my new favorite sports story. But yeah. the uh, the Bulls guys that are in in COVID protocols, it's like it's literally just all their small forwards. So Troy Brown Jr., Demar, Ao, Javante Green, Stanley hey, Johnson, Ao, Derek Jones Jr., Zach Levine, Matt Thomas, and Kobe White. Like they're as I said today on the socials, it's looking like 2017-2018 Orlando Magic team because all you've got on that Bulls team now is uh, Vucevic and uh, not a lot else. Yeah, I don't not, know what you do with this. Do you, who who do you run? Yeah, Caruso, Lonzo. That's it. Mm. That's it. Like it's. Do you know who? Do you know who they're planning to play? They're planning to call up G League guys. 
Nah, nothing's come out about them planning to call up G League guys. But yeah, so who who's left? Uh, Lonzo Caruso and Devin Dotson, who's on a two way contract from the G League. Yeah, you got Alize Johnson, Alfonso McKinney, and Tyler Cook, who's also on a two league uh, two way. Sorry, and Vucevic, Tony Bradley, and Marco Simonovic. Never fucking heard that name. Sounds before. like a big man from Bosnia. 100% it sounds like a big man from Bosnia. Their next, uh, they've got a little bit of a light schedule coming up though. They've got the Pistons, the Raptors, Lakers, um, Rockets, Raptors again, and then the Pacers. So, how long I mean, is the protocol? 10 days? 10 days, bro. 10 days. Uh, that's tough. That's tough, man. Like, that's enough to drop. Mm. Um, I, I don't know what they do, but you just kind of go out there and you just hope for the best, don't you? Tell Vuc- tell Vucci Man, go eat. Tell Lonzo and Caruso, go be dog. You think Caruso starts? Surely. Surely. Lonzo Caruso you, think, uh, you think we could see a, uh, either a Lonzo Ball or a Vucci Man 50 piece in these next six games? I think you see a Vucci. I don't know about Lonzo 50. I think you see a Vucci 50. <sighs> I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't put it. I reckon I'm going to put my money on Lonzo. No, I reckon if Lonzo was really feeling it, he would say, Vooch, you're going to eat tonight, man. And he's just going to feed him the ball and give him the best looks he can. All right, right here, right now, case bet on who has the highest scoring game over the next six for the for the Bulls. I'll take Lonzo, you take. I'll Vucci. take Vucci, man. We take Maine. Vucci, All right, Maine. Done. done. Stay tuned, everybody. The next right. case bet has been laid down. I'm going to drink Please. those beers, watching the new movie, House of, <laughs> House of Gucci, but it's going to feel more like the House of Vucci, man. House of Vucci, man. House of Vucci, man. Um, no, man, I'm going to drag these balls all over your face. Lonzo uh, Ball is going to get me right there because these games, they run from tomorrow all the way through to uh, Boxing Day. So it's going to be fantastic. Stay tuned, everybody, because... Uh, imagine Lonzo we're Ball sweating gonna... on Boxing Day to see... Yeah. Oh, they're... <laughs> are they, they're, are they going to miss the Boxing Day games, the boys? The boys? Surely yeah, not. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're missing no, Boxing 13 Day days away. It's the 13th today. Uh, oh, up, oh sorry. Day. All 10 of them will be back. Um, so the latest people to enter were uh, DeMar DeRozan and AO. Sorry, Stanley Johnson, AO, Troy Brown Jr. and Zach Levine will be the last ones to come back, um, closing in on those Boxing Day games. Okay, cool. Also, so, I didn't know Stanley Johnson played for the Bulls. Yeah, look, not many people I think, do. I, I think, think, think you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that did know this. I think plays is in... Uh, is <laughs> in inverted, inverted commas, commas there. for that one, yeah. Because, yeah, I saw, I saw him on this news article and I was like, oh, that was my takeaway. Oh, fuck, Stanley Johnson playing for the Bulls. <laughs> oh, fuck, Stanley Johnson not playing for 10 days. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Vucci made for sure scores more, man. Nah, Lonzo Ball. I got Lonzo nah, Ball. Nah, nah, it's just crazy. All right, easy, it's on. It's on. We'll, uh, he's, we'll, he's the ball we'll brother reconvene. that I'd expect to have the least points. Nah, we'll reconvene on, uh, let's call it the 22nd of December. Oh, that's we'll reconvene. It. Are we breaking over Christmas? I don't know. Are we breaking over Christmas? What are we doing? I don't know, man. I don't know. Are you, are you out to the fam for Christmas? I'm out to the fam after Christmas. Um, I'll be out for Boxing Day, uh, but we can we can come back. I'll be yeah, back I'm, on, I'm the, a, on the Monday. I'm, I'm heading up north to, to Mumsy's. Mumsy's? I'm up to Mumsy's for the week after Chrissy, mate. Sidebar on Mumsy's, right? Yeah. I was getting bagged out at work the other day for calling my mum Mumsy. Nah. The fuck is that about? Mumsy. Nah, I got, like, I, I okay. got Mumsy. I got, da- I got Dadsy saved on the phone as Dadsy. Oh, I don't know about Dadsy. I've never nah, I don't know about Dadsy. Nah, Dadsy's uh, all right. Never rocked a Dadsy, but Mumsy, like Mumsy, yeah, that I seems bet. like it's, 
Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but Mumsy, that seems um, that that's fine. There's no I'm all right with Mumsy. Who is giving you a hard time? My boss. Call him my out. Call work. him out in the pod right here. Uh, share, share, listen, share, fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Shimmel, I'm calling you out. Fucking. Oh, you be Mumsy's called fine. out. Worry, I'll fine. I'll find you. I'll send you the link. <laughs> <laughs> send you some links. Push popping. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. Uh, some links. Also, that's a bad sent. take. Getting that's a bad take. Getting clout for that. Yeah, that is. That's a terrible take. That's a terrible take. Some links need to be sent to the Portland Trailblazers, my friend. They need to find their offense. <laughs> they have lost five in a row. Now, Dame came back today. So before this, there was no Dame. There's obviously no CJ, and you were relying on the likes of Yusuf Nurkic and uh, cult hero to the podcast, Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> So, and, and Larry Nance had a game today. He led the league in rebounds today with 11. So, let's just fucking... Yeah, Sealy, who could use 11 rebounds now? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 12. 12, I got oh, that man, it wrong. just gets better 12. and better for it our boy. It gets better and better. But, um, but no, seriously, um, how insane. Like, what the fuck is... Tell, tell uh, me, tell me what's wrong with Can I be honest about my thoughts with the Blazers? Yep. I really don't want to talk about them. You don't? They just suck. Like I saw him on suck. the run. I saw him on the rundown. I thought, fuck, we're gonna like Matty, what are you doing to me? You put I was like, I'm keen for a Nance joke when it comes up, but really can we fuck off the Blazers, please? Like yeah. they just they just suck. Like it was hard enough talking about them when it when they were like average. Yeah. Now they suck. I really don't want to talk about them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they're they are they're tough. <laughs> They're very tough. I mean, we've been saying for years that they've got to blow it up. So just blow it up. Do it. Every, every fucking show we talk about it, blow it up. Yeah, just blow it up. Get rid of it. Just get rid of it. They made they made a league high in uh, in three pointers today, and they still lost the game. So because they suck. What do you? Yeah. What do you? What do you do with that? What do you do with that? We're in a three point shooting up. league. I mean, we'll see. I think I think this is going to be a big trade deadline. Yeah, massive. I think guys Simmons. I think the Blazers. I think there's a few sneaky teams out there. We don't know. I think the Mavs will be active. I think mean, this trade deadline, as you said, that December was it seventeenth? December seventeenth, that's it, baby. Seventeenth. Once that day goes through, I think we're going to see a lot of moves. I think just before the deadline too, we're going to see some crazy shit. Mm, crazy, crazy ass shit, crazy ass shit. All right. Well, speaking of crazy ass shit, case bed has already been laid down, but I've got a new game for you. The uh, six for six, my friend. Six for six. So I'm going to give you six tries to name the top three guys in the six most important categories. So okay. who are leading those categories? So we're going going totals in points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals, and three-pointers made. So don't cheat. I'm not cheating. You better not cheat because I can see a screen in I'm not cheating. Glasses. I'm just I've brought up I've brought up the standings. The standings. So I can see right. teams. Because so, there's always teams I forget about. Let's start with points. So three guys that are leading the league in most points go. You have six attempts. KD. Eh. Steph. Eh. Wow. Luca. Eh. Jokic. Eh. You're this guy's fucked. I don't want to play You're anymore. Out already, son. All right. Who is Warford. it? Zach Levine has seven hundred and three. Jason Tatum has 691 and Trey Young has 688. They're the three guys that are leading uh, in scoring. It's the totals. That's what that's what I'm not liking. Totals. Like, I told you it was totals. I know. It doesn't mean I have to like it. 
<laughs> People tell me shit all the time I don't like. So I forgot to tell you the stakes of this six and six. If you got it all, if you got them wrong, then uh, you owe me a six pack. So uh, you owe me a six pack at the end of this. And just, you can take uh, it out of the case you're going to owe me. Oh, yeah. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. All right. So rebounds. Rebounds should be easy. Come on. Come on. Rebounds. You got this for sure. Do I really? See, you're, you're going to try and hurry me up. That's what's going to happen here. No, I'm not hurrying you up. You already lost. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care anymore? Couldn't give a fuck. I don't know. Rebounds, man. Like, I mean, Jokic has got to be up there. Jokic is not up there. He's not in the top three. Wow. Um, Think of other about- guys that their only job is rebounding. I mean, one of those guys comes off the bench. Surely it can't be him. Oh, no. Nah, they're not bench players. They're all starters. Yeah, exactly, bruh. Bruh. Um, only do is rebounding. Montrez Harrell? Nah, he's not there. They're two down. Bruh, was he close? Nah. Steven Adams? Nah. Three bruh, down. These, guys, these motherfuckers are rebounders. There's no one else. AD? Bruh, plenty of... Nah, nah. So we got Rudy Gobert, Big JV, Jonas Valanciunas. And uh, Clint Capella. Oh, so two out of three guys that do other shit besides rebound. Who? What do they do? Defense and Jonas shoots threes. Well, they get heaps of three. They get heaps of threes. Yeah, they do. Jonas does because he's a three point. Yeah, he's a rebound. All right, all right. If you don't get assists, then then we're just gonna stop here. So you got three guys who get the most assists. This is why you wouldn't have guessed any of these, by the way. I reckon I would have. I reckon you would not have. I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got points. I wouldn't have got points, but I would have got rebounds. And I, would I don't think you would have assists. got rebounds. There's no way you would have thought Clint Capella. Yes, I would have. It's no, Clint I don't Capella. reckon you would have. Clint Capella sure. is always up there in, in big beefs. He's always getting 20-plus rebound games. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, assist. Come on. You got to get this. You got to get him. I don't know if I have to. Do I you have do. to? You do. You have to. Come on. I believe in you. Think, of, know, think of all-time assist guys in the league right now. I mean... No way Trey's up there for points and assists. Trey is up there for points and Ooh. assists. Trey Young is number three at 246. Who else dimes a lot? Mm. I'm trying to think of guys who have played a lot of games as well. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking Lucas played a bit. He hasn't been that injured. He might be someone. I'm just thinking oh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, number one, 255. Ooh. And so then you have number one, number three. Luca. I'll go Luca. Fuck it. Luca wrong. Who's the other one? James Harden, 250. Wow, that's sneaky. Yeah, the, J- that's the Jimmy sneaky. Harden one was a little bit sneaky, but then when you think of Jimmy Harden in the grand scheme of things, like the man is known for passing, right? Like throw that shit to throw that shit to KD and get out of the way. Exactly. Throw that shit to KD and get out of the How way. How many games Harden played? Do you have it in front uh, of him? I don't have that in front of me, no. Um I feel like he's played every game. He would have played close to every game. Yeah, I think he would have played close to every game. Um I think that probably helps. It does help. Uh, give me one second. And Chris I can Paul's tell been you. sneaky healthy too, actually. That's why. That's Chris why Paul's I... been great. I mean, Chris Paul is averaging like the same amount of assists as he normally does. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, James Harden, sorry, 26 games played, 26 games started. Mm. So, uh, and he's averaging 9.6 uh, assists per game. So that's pretty insane. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, do you want to keep going or are you, are you ready to sack this no, off? No, I'm good. That's all right. That wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded better when we were brainstorming. That's what happens when you lose, my friend. That's, That's why they don't let us brainstorm. Bro, you wouldn't have got that shit. I would have got that shit. You wouldn't have got that shit. Assist you might have got. I only believe you would have got assist. Nah, I would have. I would have. Who's uh, Who's got the highest percentage of three-pointers? 
It's highest three point percentage. I actually know this. Go on. Luke Nukem. Luke Kennard has the highest three point percentage. Fifty four percent, baby. Okay, I'll take your word for it because I was actually meaning teams. But oh, okay. uh, I'll take I'll take your word for it. Luke Luke Nukem, the the Nard dog. Nard dog. I love me some fucking Luke Kennard. The Nard puppers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If you have a look, he's I think he I think I saw today he was shooting higher than fifty four percent. Yeah, look, I, t- I take you, I take your word for it because the only, the only, uh, the only shots he puts up are fucking threes. You know, he's only been in the league for four years. He fulfills well, He's probably already twenty seven. Uh, twenty five. Twenty five. Wow. And uh, he is shooting forty five point one percent from three. What did I say? Fifty four. Yeah, fucking invert that. Yeah, if he's shooting fifty four percent, then holy shit! I think your boy Grayson Allen's in the top five too. I think you're two bucks. I think it was Allen and Pat Connerson. It has possibly, to possibly. But the top three three pointers made are Steph Curry. Um, it is also where the fuck did it go? Steph Curry, Buddy Heald, who is a, a cool forty makes behind Steph Curry. Bro, Steph's closing in on Ray Ray. Yeah, he's got he's he's not that many away. He's, I he's think he's like a game or two away. Yeah, it, but they've got Indiana. You don't want to see it happen against Indiana. You want to see it happen at Steph. home. When's the rest, next home game? No, no, no. Rest Steph and do it at MSG. Nah, do a next home game. When's the nah, next home game? They're on a road trip, aren't they? Game. Yeah, they are on a road trip. So you got Steph, Buddy Hield, and then third place, Lonzo Ball at eighty three made Ooh. threes. So you ready to uh, flip your bet? Bro, there's no way. <laughs> you are on crack. <laughs> you are straight up on crack. I'm not on crack. Right. I'm not on crack. Friend of the podcast, Hendo, would uh, would agree that Lonzo Ball is a freak and that he is going to score more than Vucci Bro, Main. Vucci Main excels when he's got a team of nobodies around him. Yeah, I mean, look at the Orlando days. Exactly, mate. You just give him the ball and he'll fucking he'll put the ball in the hoop. Don't worry. Mm. So you reckon on NBA TV, Steph Curry is going to hit this record? Nah. He's not even. How he doesn't many, even have a nationally televised game. How many games away is it? So he's got no, no, no. So he's got the Pacers tomorrow. I reckon he does it tomorrow. He only needs like six. six yeah, or seven. He'll, he'll probably get it. So Pacers tomorrow. Then he's got uh, the Knicks in MSG. That's a TNT game. And then they've got a couple of off days. I think they go back over to the West Coast after that. Yeah, he'll probably he'll probably do it again. He'll probably do it this week. Like I get the sorry, this game. No, then they've got then they've got Boston ESPN game on uh Saturday. Our Saturday, America's Friday. And then they've got Toronto. They're on this massive road game streak. Yeah, I don't think there's home. any way he gets past the Knicks game anyway. Nah, nah, not at all. Yeah, even seven if, away. Even if he hits three away. or four this game, he only needs a couple of game after. He's seven away. He, uh, he, he'll do it against the Pacers. He'll do it against the Pacers. <laughs> Last thing that we'll leave off on, um, Zion Williamson has suffered a setback in his rehab. He's hurt his foot. Um, it's no longer got to do with his got to do with his weight or his other persistent. I think it's got a bit to do with it. Or, yeah, or his other persistent injuries. Um, it has... Medical imaging has showed a regression in the bone healing in his fifth metatarsal. So he is regressing on his surgically repaired right foot. What do you uh, what do you take of this? I did see a report today that he has been skipping out on rehab and falling asleep during film. Oh, uh, that doesn't surprise me in the Tough slightest. if true, mate. Tough if true. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's 
Yeah, we always talk. We always talking about Zion. I mean, he's so hard not to talk about when you think of yeah. how good he is. Is he going to be one of those guys where you think, mate, like for that season or half a season, he was unstoppable. Like, is he going to be a uh, Grand Hill? Almost made it. You think? Like, yeah, it could be a Grand Hill. It could be just plagued by injuries his entire fucking career. Yeah, but I think it's different to Grand Hill. I think Grant Hill always had the attitude. Yeah. I think Grant. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm thinking. Well, I don't know how to describe it because it's weird to see someone so good and like it'd be like if Shaq had all these injury concerns early on and just never kind of fought through. Yeah, because I think yeah. he's yeah, he's up it's, there with. It's, it's kind of sad because like New Orleans is slowly starting to like kind of put it together, but back on the back of like, I mean, I say putting it together, they're fifteenth in the West, but they're tied for thirteenth. They've got um, you know, on the back of. Brendan Ingram, who had 27 today. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas has um, has shown that he can, you know, obviously fucking light it up. They've got a lot of talent in in New Orleans. They just, you know, their marquee guy is a fat fuck that keeps breaking his fucking foot. I know. I know. And it was a rough day for the thick boys. Luca's out indefinitely with an ankle injury. <laughs> your, uh, your brethren got that cankle injury. Your, bro- your body brethren. Yeah. I'm actually going to be a stuntman next year. <laughs> yeah, they told me I have to get up to 250 pounds. I'm excited. Excited. I'm going to eat a bunch of Popeyes. Yeah. Get, get, get big like Al Jefferson. That's it. That's it. Fucking shout out to Al Jefferson. Two shows in a row. All right. Well, uh, if we're shouting out Al Jefferson, that means that it's fucking late. And it is home is, time. When we get to Al Jefferson, the clock, put the seats on the bar. We're going home. Yep. Yabba dabba do. It's time to Did go you, home. Oh, side note. Do you watch the cricket? Oh, bro, of course I watch the bro, fucking boys cricket. Boys getting stuck Fuck in. The boys, bro, I would hate to be a pommet right now. Woo. Got him. Imagine being so good in the ashes that you sit down your second best bowler for the second fucking test. And, then, and, and you just don't bring your probably, what, second best batsman in water Yeah, in. exactly. Exactly. Nah, you sit down, Chief. We're going to chase 20. Yeah. Fuck me. What I don't joke. know why they didn't come out, come out swinging Big Bash style. They should have. I would have told him go ham. That's they, what I yeah, said. I got, you got Steve. You got you got Labashane and Stevie Smith batting at three and four. Boys, go have hard. Fun. Go ham, cheese, tomato. Get it yep. done. Yep, get it done. Exactly. Exactly. All right, my friend. Well, as I said, it's Alger for some time. That means it's knockoff time. So let's get out of here. Where can the people find us on Instagram and on Twitter? Find us at Fifth and Dribble. Where can they find us to leave a voice message, Matty B? Anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Where can they find us on the OnlyFans, Lachlan? Oh, OnlyFans forward slash fifth and dribble, baby. We will talk into the mics like this. It's going to be real good. It's going to get hot and sweaty. How do you feel about switching plugs? Switching plugs? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, you've been on the Anchor. I've been on the socials. How do you feel? Yeah, it feels good. Feels all right. I don't know. Oh, it feels not quite it. homely feels, yet. We'll see how we go. Maybe it feels maybe a bit we'll natural, go. but we're getting there. We're getting there, guys. <laughs> hey, it's a roller coaster. We're working with you. You're working with us. As always, please share it with two friends. Uh, we love the support. We're really rating it. Um, you guys have been fantastic. Keep writing in your your uh, questions. Question time is coming up this Thursday, and uh, we will chat to you then. A dirty. Chat to you then. Ciao.